Welcome back to another episode of Unbatting. I'm Jessica Presley. And I'm Dana Pereira. Oh, Dana Pereira. I didn't know I'd be with you, did I? (laughs) (laughs) See, I can only do the accent on that part because otherwise I sound like a dumbass because I don't know accents. I kind of wish we could just do a little bit of accent (laughs) because I want to see what happens with you. Oh, she's no fun, people. I, I'm not. Any, I, I really, really am. Like, uh, okay, what do we do here? We do a, like, g'day, sir. What's that? <laughs> Probably, like, somewhere in Europe. <laughs> like, Australia. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> g'day, mate. Can you say anything in, like, normal conversation? <laughs> no. Could you be like, what did you do today, Jess? <laughs> <laughs> What did you do today, Jess? That's pretty good. Okay, good, yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I think you're not giving yourself enough, uh, the enough thing credit. Is, though, I just never know what kind of an accent I'm doing. So, well, yeah. If somebody was like, be Irish. That would be a really fun one to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, I don't know if I could do Irish either. That one seems hard. Or, or like uh, if somebody was like, do Australian. I I just I don't have I have one accent and that is it. And, and it's, it's probably offensive. <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. I probably made a boo-boo here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. apologies in advance to anybody that sounds like I just tried to sound like. Um, I'm doing it out of love and desire to be as classy as you. Yeah, and sound is cool. Don't people just sound cooler when they have an accent? What about southern? Could you do a southern accent? Good day, sir. No, good <laughs> Also, no. <laughs> um, I no. I'm just like not good at accents. Okay. And I, we're gonna is, practice. Yeah. And then one day we're gonna do a full episode in accent. Oh my god! Nobody's gonna <laughs> listen. <laughs> it will be our least successful episode. Yeah, impossible. <laughs> well, I must admit, it feels really good to be back in the saddle. I feel like I've missed you guys for a few weeks. We did like end up no ugh. so you had a sick child i did have a sick child i totally missed out on jen yes <laughs> she was lovely she was awesome every time i was listening to the episode it was kind of cool though because i got to sit back as a listener because i didn't know what to expect yeah and I totally understand what people say now when they're like, I'm just like, want to talk back with you. I want to insert my opinion into what's happening. And so many times I caught myself trying to like also talk and I'm like, they can't hear me. They c- we cannot hear you. No, no. 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 Already it was a couple days recording. ago. <laughs> <laughs> but then the week after. Yeah. We came in. We were getting all set to record. Fully prepared. Fully prepared. Um, and we both were just kind of like shit sucks right now yeah i have been in a world funk yeah well the world is just terrible at this moment in time yeah and you guys all know that i mean it's you can't turn on the news or social media or anything without seeing that the world is just terrible right now yeah um so we kind of sat here and we were like you know what fuck it this week we're taking a mental health break again it's two times in one month that we did that i know it was a mental health break but it was so needed and we had puppy snuggles the whole time Uh, which made it so much better and we just let out all our woes and snuggled with rocket and it was lovely yeah i think i mean sometimes you gotta take the break man and allow yourself to have a break and i like even people listening right now take the damn break definitely i'm all about the break Mm -hmm. i mean it feels good to be back, though. Yeah. But was happy for last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was definitely happy for last week. Well, I'm all ready to put my Christmas tree up on November 1. That's like in two days. I know. All right. So you're just plowing right through November 
What's that holiday? Thanksgiving. Yes. Plowing through it and going right to Christmas. See, it's not that I'm going to plow through Thanksgiving. It's just that I need some extra happy. Okay. And for me, twinkly lights is happy. Like Christmas time always gives me like the good feels. Mm -hmm. And so I really love sitting in my living room with my Christmas tree up and seeing all of the lights and the decorations and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I can eat a turkey and look at some lights. Yeah, that's acceptable. I actually kind of wish that I would have put it up on October 1. <laughs> that's excessive. <laughs> you just change the lights from orange to white. I have a tree that lets you change the lights. Ooh. All you do is just hit a fucking button. Orange lights. Well, I should have had sense. a Halloween tree. You should have had a Halloween tree. Missed opportunity, but I will keep that in mind for next, next year. year. You're definitely going to have that for next year. You know, I have to say, though, <clears throat> when we pulled up to your house the other day, mm -hmm. the kids were so impressed by all the Halloween decor. And I realized that I suck. <laughs> quite a realization yeah i totally suck because i hate the decorating uh what's the word i'm looking for like the obligation yeah the decorating obligation one i really am an, a minimalist at heart and i only have a house packed full of shit because i have children yeah two i'm the only one that puts it up or takes it down. Mm -hmm. And three, even when I do put it up, my children still think I did a shit job. <laughs> I don't even get me started on that. That's a whole other episode in itself, which is daughters hate their moms no matter what. <laughs> Your daughter does hate you no matter what right now. You cannot catch a break. There is, You can do no right. Absolutely no right. So here's what we do then. See, I come to your house and I decorate your outside. Okay. And then where I lack, oh. you come in. Okay. Yeah. And do it for like me. Like I can braid her hair. Yes. Oh, God. I just shit at braiding hair. Yeah. Yeah. You just fucked up life as a mom because you cannot do a French braid. Listen, I tried to brush her hair the other day because she wanted me to brush her hair. Mm -hmm. And like halfway through it, she's crying. And I was like, are you okay? Like, you have to tell me if it hurts. Right. I am not a goddamn mind reader. No. But she won't tell me. Oh. She never tells me. Well, do you like hold the hair and brush the ponytail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She should probably tell I you. I hold it and then I brush it down the back. Yeah. Do you start at the bottom and work yes. your way up? You're doing all the right things. Well, if somebody could tell my daughter. <laughs> you know what's interesting though? As a hairstylist... And many of my kid clients, I don't have many, but the ones that I do have are like mostly curly kids. Yeah. And um, the tangles happen, right? Mm -hmm. And so the moms are always lamenting about how the children just carry on about the detangling process. And then they get in my chair and I detangle their hair and they're like, oh, no, it doesn't hurt. It's totally fine. It doesn't hurt at all. <sighs> So it's just like the direct connection to the parent that makes it hurt so much more. <laughs> They're liars. They're all liars. They're just trying to make you feel bad. Fucking liars. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that does not hurt. But then I have trauma from it because mom used to brush the shit She's out of She's still my mad. Head. Do you hear how her tone changed? Dude, <laughs> I am mad about it because she used to call me a tender head. Yeah. She's so tender headed. And she used that word with my daughter whenever she was here one time. And I was like, <gasps> cringe. You relived all of your childhood brushing moments. My like third grade standing in the bathroom in front of the mirror crying as my mom called me a tenderhead. <laughs> that self just reappeared. <laughs> like the ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> well, maybe she's not the liar you're accusing her to be then. Why is that? Well, because yours obviously really, really hurt. So maybe hers really, really hurts when you brush no, hers. No, I definitely, I mean, she's crying. It hurts. <laughs> is she just like silently sitting there with tears coming down her face? Yes. Well, she's going to need to learn to speak up a little. I, that is like my one thing with her all the time. I'm like, you have to tell me. Like you ask me to, 
You asked me to do it. I'm sitting here doing it. I don't know that I'm hurt. I think I'm doing a great job because you're not making a peep. <laughs> she loves it. She's loving this it. It feels so good. It's like a massage. <laughs> Aw. And she's just slowly wiping tears down her face. This is the best massage ever. <laughs> I know. Poor kid. It makes me feel awful. Yeah. Yeah. You can do no right. No, I can't. But you know what? We're all liars, aren't we? And we that are. that just brings us right to today's episode, doesn't it? It does. That we are all just a bunch of liars. Liar, liar, pants on fire. You're a fucking liar. Yeah, that's how it goes. So today we're talking about lying. We're talking about ways that we lie, mm -hmm. why we lie, who lies, when we lie. What's the purpose of lying? And why do we all think it's so bad? Well... What is a lie? Okay, so by definition, mm -hmm. a lie is an untrue statement with the intent to deceive. Yes. Okay, so I get that. I think that um, you and I had both listened to the We Can Do Hard Things podcast where they had a topic on lying. And one of the things that they had sent, said on there was uh, awareness and intent and that makes a lot of sense to me that when you are lying you have an awareness that you're doing it mm -hmm. and your intent is to deceive in some way shape or form okay so i agree with that um and whenever we started talking about doing this episode i was like all lies are bad Mm. You ha cannot tell a lie. And yeah. I really, really try hard to be a truth teller. Um, but after listening to that podcast and listening to that episode, I kind of was like, do I really need to live my life on the whiteboard? Do I need to like draw it all out for everyone? Like, it doesn't make me a bad person if somebody says, how you doing? And I'm like, great. How are you? Right. Because that is essentially a lie if i'm not great that not day great. yeah yeah uh, but see that's a huge misconception that i think um it, we're even teaching our kids lying is bad if you're a liar you're a bad person right but how are we all bad people if every single person on the planet lies yeah and and we all lie at varying degrees. It's not that every single person is a pathological liar that is doing something to manipulate or to hurt somebody with their untruths. But sometimes we're doing it to pacify somebody. Sometimes we just need to get it. I mean, there's a, a gazillion reasons why people lie. And there's a gazillion different actual types of lies right i feel like most of the time it's like self-preservation in some way shape or form lizard brain let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> see what you did there did she say it <laughs> from the get-go we have all lied <laughs> we really have to survive to survive it is survival mm -hmm. in some ways it is survival all right so why don't you start us off with like what the different what some different types of lies are. Sure. So, um, I mean, we've all been there when somebody makes a promise and is going to break it. I am super, super guilty of being a person that has a couple drinks with some girlfriends and they're like, we should all go to this concert together on Saturday. And I'm like, that sounds great. I know I'm not going right. in that moment. Right, right, right. <laughs> Drunk or not, you're like, yes, totally. It's going to be so good. Not going. I'm not going to that. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Like, So there are people that uh, break a promise um, that don't intend to do it, but then do it. Right. And then there's also people that make a promise knowing damn well it's we're, we're breaking that bitch. Get me a hammer. Right. So then that's like a twofold lie, right? Because first, you know, you're not going to do the thing. And then you probably lie about why you're not going to do the thing. Oh, yeah. Right. You're like, oh, my kid's sick. Sorry, can't go. Lie. <laughs> my kids have been sick so many times. Yeah. In fact, my son, my 18 year old, just can't, I hope nobody listens to this podcast from his work. Um <laughs> He just came out. <laughs> oh God, I'm going to get in trouble for this one. He came out to um, the kitchen and I'm sitting there and he's like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom, uh, if anybody asks, none is sick in Pittsburgh, so we got, well, I can't come into work today. <laughs> I have to watch the dogs because you had to fly to Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay, see, do you not have, like, this little, like, thing in you that's, like, if you lie about something, somebody's health or something that's not true, that it's, like, bad karma? No. You don't? I do. See, I cannot say that, like, someone is sick if they aren't. I can't say, like, somebody is injured or hurt or whatever. It has to be, like some form of the truth no I don't really have that that's like for me um thinking that I have control over the Steelers winning a football game like I don't believe that I am powerful enough to make bad shit happen or good shit for that matter really yeah and so whenever I like throw off a you know or when he throws off a Nana's sick in Pittsburgh you had to fly there I gotta watch the dogs I'm like Okay. <laughs> don't don't post anything to social media this weekend. Check. Check. Yeah, I feel like if I were in that situation, one, I would probably try not to lie uh-huh. about getting out of work. When I was 18, I totally did. Oh, but yeah. I probably would have said something along the lines of, like, uh, my mom had an emergency out of town and I have to watch the dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, I would never put it on someone's health. I'm, like, way too superstitious about that. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, no, then if something happens to my mom, it's my fault. It's, see, and I wouldn't feel that way. <laughs> and, and not in like a mean thing. It's right, just right. Like, I don't think that I have that much power. I'm right. not like a wizard that's like, ooh. You know? <laughs> like, and now you're sick. And now you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we, we hit broken promise. Yes. Um, another one just being like straight up bold, fl- bold face lie. Straight up bold face lie. And these like, I don't like for me, this takes some balls from people. Well, is is the broken is the like my Nana is sick and my mom. Is that not a bold face lie? That's a bold face well, yeah, lie. I guess that is. They intertwine with yeah. each other for sure. <laughs> That's a total lie. For sure. But there are some people that will just like stand up and they'll be like. So, uh. Did you know that my cousin's Britney Spears? Oh, right. And like maybe they have a Britney in their life, but it's maybe it's even a Britney Spears, but it's not the Britney Spears. Right, right. So they're going to like bait you with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So right now, and I just saw the story. Fuck, I wish I could remember who it was. I want to say, who's the actor? I don't know who it is. Anyways, there is an actor, like a famous actor, and he has a doppelganger in Ireland, I think it is. I kind of want to say it's Paul Rudd, but I'll fact check that later. And this guy goes out and tells everybody he's Paul fucking Rudd. Yes, and he gets endless ass over it by telling people... That he is this actor. I'm I'm saying Paul Rudd for funsies. It's probably not him. It's probably somebody else. But he like goes out and just gets ass by telling people that he is this guy. Okay, so my brain is going in so many places. I'm I can't like, wait, does he have an accent? <laughs> I mean, probably. And does he do a good American one? Like, probably. do you think that he tries to do what we did at the beginning of this ex- episode, American style? It's very, very possible. But also consider the fact that he is in a bar. Right. So, I mean, when it's a closing time. I mean, you're going with Paul Rudd. Could you believe I slept with Paul Rudd? <laughs> <laughs> People ballsy i know super ballsy mm-hmm. that's definitely a bold face lie that's a bold face lie mm-hmm. yeah definitely is done to manipulate yes to get some punani to get some punani. <laughs> get the putang yeah. <laughs> all right so what about like rumors see rumors they're terrible and and I mean, honestly, you could have good rumors and you could have bad rumors, but fabricating a story about somebody could potentially damage their life. Totally. Like if you're talking about a teacher and you start the rumor that this teacher has slept with a student, 
that's like, there goes their teaching license, there goes their job, there goes their family, there goes their livelihood. Like, everything is out the door. You've completely fucking ruined this person. Right. Over a fabrication. Right. Right. I think a lot of that also might go on on social media, kind of like starting rumors and spreading them about people. And then when you hear it, because like, you know, we... Especially our like generation, I feel like when the internet started, the internet was like fact. Oh yeah, you couldn't put lies on the internet. You could not put lies on the internet. If it George was Washington on- <laughs> told us that you cannot lie on the internet. That's right. And so, like, if you found it on the internet, it was real. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, you have to fact check everything but when it starts and i heard this did you hear did you hear did you hear did you hear then things go all the way around and there's been zero credibility to Mm -hmm. it but everybody knows it and somebody's life or some person is harmed in the process i'll tell you one right now do it marilyn manson removed his ribs (gasps) yeah i remember that so he could suck his dick (laughs) My yuck. <laughs> Back to Paul Rudd. My yuck. Just gonna put your dicks in. <laughs> my yuck. You do really good with that, by the way. Oh, it's such like the. I don't quote movies ever, but that part of the movie is freaking hilarious. It is so funny. But that is a rumor that has started. Now, I don't think that that, like, damaged his reputation or anything. <laughs> Definitely not. If anything, I think it made him more famous. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Okay. Richard Gere. Mm, don't know it. Love Affair of Gerbils. You don't remember the rumor that Richard Gere was caught with two gerbils up his anus? I do not. I'm just bringing so... up some other memories for me, though. <laughs> like, I don't remember exactly what the story was, but I do remember something along my childhood being like a toilet paper roll and like a flame and some gerbils. And like, if you would light the flame on the other side, that they would run the opposite direction like, up your ass. Just ram your ass. <laughs> remember why or how i heard that but that did bring up that memory i think i was probably in high school when i heard that we hear a lot of shit in high school (laughs) totally that could be a lie that could be the truth i have not experimented to find out on my own yeah and that's the thing like that that is another fabrication richard gear will have to live with that being on the internet forever was that internet times yeah <laughs> it was okay I don't maybe remember. like the beginning of internet times okay. Okay. i don't know but regardless it's out there it's out there and could you imagine having to deny to the world that, that you, you did put not gerbils up your booty hole that you did not put a gerbil at your booty hole yeah i mean that would suck <laughs> that would suck yeah and I mean, that's just more fabrication, more rumors. So I do think that you need to be careful about things like that. Like, there's a difference between lying about yourself and lying about other people. When you're starting rumor, and people do it all the time yeah, um, to, you know, advance their status or diminish somebody else's. Right. There's so many reasons. And it's like, God, and, and for the most part, you trust what people say. Right. And so when somebody comes over to you and they're like, oh, oh my God, did you hear that Michael was just busted touching a little boy in the closet? And you're like, what? And immediately you're like, fuck that dude. Hate that guy. Right. Like he's done. But what they don't tell you is that. Michael was helping his son who had an accident and he was in private and he was wiping his booty in the closet so that he wasn't embarrassed. Right. There's always so much more to a story. Right. Or it's a complete fabrication. So what comes to my mind is like, is there a developmental stage in life in which lying naturally occurs as a human? Or do you think children learn to lie from their parents? I'm not sure if children... I think that because it's a protection mechanism that we do it. Yeah. I think that it 
the um, extent of it can be learned as well. But I do think that um, I saw some data that said that by the time you're four years old, you know when you're lying. Oh, interesting. And and you do it to protect yourself. So like a kid doesn't want to get busted for sneaking the candy and right, eating right. it upstairs. So they lie about it. Right. Um, or, you know, like I spilled something on the carpet. I don't want to get in trouble for it. Yeah. I'm going to lie about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that um, as the protection thing that kids do that, but then the extent of it whenever like, for example, telling Joe made Kai lie about his age to get on a ride. Right. We get up there and he says the wrong age. <laughs> and I'm like, you're eight. And he's like, I'm seven. You're eight. He doesn't know his birthday. He's eight. <laughs> He doesn't know his birthday. He's eight. Um, he just turned eight. So I've tried to do that to like get my kids in the same group for something because they're two years apart. So if my little one wants to be in the group with Shay, I'll just say she's a year older. Yeah. You know, however, my daughter, my older one, she can not. She is a truth teller well to the outside world she'll lie to me of course yeah you know and like in the house and i didn't hit stuff. her i swear i didn't hit her meanwhile <laughs> she's got like a handprint on her back that fits hers perfectly. totally but like if i'm like um we're just gonna say jordan's six and she's five she's like mom we're gonna get like she police are coming she's she having a meltdown. cannot i she, if I'm like, Shay, just sit in the front seat. No, I can't. I'm going to get it. She will lose. She cannot break a rule. She's a rule follower. She's a rule follower. That's what it Maybe is. Maybe that's and a so better she, word than truth teller. She's right. a rule follower. Total rule follower. So she cannot tell a lie to like skirt something. It would break everything in her. Oh, boy. I know. It's not fun. What about an exaggeration? So, yeah, I think everybody exaggerates. Um and I think that there's like some permissible area in there, but it, depending on the level of exaggeration that you're doing, yeah, I feel like that could really turn into like a pretty bold lie. It could. Yeah. I think that a lot of these are very intertwined with each other and you can start in one area and end up in another. Um, I really try hard whenever I'm like thinking about an exaggeration, like Oh my God, I was so tired today. I had like nine cups of coffee. And then I'm like, the fuck you did, Dana? You did not have nine cups of coffee. You had one and a half and then you threw the rest of it away because your body starts to shake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when you find yourself in the middle of an exaggeration, do you just think that and keep going? No, or do stop you stop myself. yourself and be like, well, I didn't really. I had one and a half. I, I always stop myself. That's an exaggeration. I try hard <laughs> to stop myself. You stopped yourself. <laughs> because I'm like, it sounds so dumb. I didn't have nine cups of coffee. That's so stupid. What am I trying to accomplish by telling somebody that I had nine cups, cups of coffee? Right. Like, right. be on high alert. I might have a stroke. <laughs> you know, like... I think that like when you're being flamboyant in a story and you're telling something and it's like clearly over the top, mm -hmm. people know that you're exaggerating. Yeah. It's implied that you're exaggerating. I don't really feel like that's a form of lying. I feel like that's just like being a fun storyteller. <laughs> I don't really think that's lying. I think Tell that to the cops. <laughs> well, I wouldn't exaggerate to the cops. I wouldn't be like. Well, you know, there was a bee in my car, and and so I thought it was going. I guess that wouldn't be an exaggeration. No, that's a whatever. Bold face it's lie. just a bold face lie. <laughs> uh, I had to pee really bad. There was pee running down my leg, mm -hmm. which is why it was speeding to get to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that'd be an exaggeration. As you're quietly pushing out <laughs> some pee. <laughs> just trying to dribble on myself a little <laughs> just to make the exaggeration true. No, I think that if you're telling a story and it's clear that you're being funny and you're exaggerating and everybody's, you know, on a good laugh, it's a different story than if you're like, you know, maybe exaggerating about how much money you make oh. or exaggerating about, um, your status at work. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I think that exaggerations, like it kind of toes the line either way a little bit. 
Well, I think exaggerations kind of go hand in hand with like those uh, little white lies, Mm -hmm. right? That's what we like to call them, little white lies. Or a fib. A a fib, a minor deception. Right. Something teeny tiny that you think um, isn't going to hurt anybody. Right. It's not there to hurt or manipulate like, you know, outright deception or omission um, oh God, we didn't even talk yeah, about omission. Yeah, we didn't omission. talk about live omission yet. Uh, <laughs> those ones are sneaky. Those are one of my like Achilles heels. Like, yeah. I hate. Am I using Achilles heel in the right way? Like, that's something that drives me nuts. Is that the the right term to use for that? I think your Achilles heel is like the thing that like breaks you down. Like it'll get, it's like your kryptonite, it's your Achilles heel. I don't like it. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with it. Um, Maybe I'm using the wrong word. Don't know. But lies with omission. That's just so sneaky and self-preserving. It is like, I feel like somebody is taking my choice away by not telling me the full truth. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's so disrespectful like if you and i respect each other then i deserve the full story Mm -hmm. so that i can make a complete assessment to make a choice in whatever happens after that so you bring up a good point i think that the that lies really like their impact really makes a difference when it depends on how close in relationship you are with somebody. Yes. So let's say the lady at the grocery store lies to me about what she's doing after work because we're making small talk. Yeah. It's not really a big deal. You don't give a shit. Right. If she's like looking forward to trick-or-treating and I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't wait. Right. Not really that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um But if I'm talking to you, if I'm talking to a family member, my husband, a close friend, and I learn that they leave something out, something that was a pertinent detail of a story that would have impacted me in a certain way, the the closeness in relationship has a direct link to like how big of a lie I feel it is. Yes, because there are um, there's that vulnerability aspect and there's the people that you keep close that you're supposed to have trust with. Right. And when you find that somebody is lying to you, whether it's a bold face lie, a broken promise, a lie of omission, um, even like a little white lie, I'm like, why the fuck are you doing a little white lie to me? Like, I think you can just say it. Right. You know, yeah. like there's whenever you're that close with somebody, you expect a full truth. So this is a good. Uh, I'll wait. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to say this is a good time to bring up like why the difference in how men and women lie, uh, because I think that that makes a big difference in relationship, too, because my husband tells me like, he lies all the time about the dumbest shit. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Why would you lie about that? Yeah. But it's something I would never lie about. But it sounds like from what you say about Joe that it's more common for men to lie about similar dumb shit. Like, um, so the the research says that um, men lie. What was it? Men lie to inflate their self. Themselves. That's right. And women lie to either protect or to please others. Yes. Right. So I'm not like talking to my husband and like going to tell him a lie about what an awesome workout I had if I didn't work out. Yeah. That just makes no sense to me. Right. I'm like, well, I di- why would I lie to you about that? I di- something I didn't do. And in the meantime, Dave's like, whoo. That sweat that I had today. It's like, a big one. I had 680 calories in 32 minutes. I did a thousand push-ups today, honey. <laughs> I'm like, the fuck you did? Well, it's that, that joke on TV shows where a woman walks into the room and a guy is like doing a bench press and he's like, 91, <laughs> 760. 92. <laughs> yeah. no, and we're like, we don't give a shit. Right. So it's meant to inflate selves. So I feel like men lie about how good they did on something Mm -hmm. their status Mm -hmm. um anything to make six inches is (laughs) 
<laughs> We're having a lot of inappropriate talk today, Dana. We're talking about gerbils. We're talking about penises. I'm going to have to cut some of this. <laughs> or none of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like while uh, a man is like, saying something to make himself appear better in mm-hmm. some form or fashion. Yeah. A woman, on the other hand, is lying to like, because they don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or because they want to protect the family from something or because they want to make somebody feel good. See, and if I am lying, most of the time, it's because I'm trying to protect somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Does this taste good? Mm, yeah like somebody makes something you're like oh that's good thanks i'm gonna need the you have to send me the recipe i don't want the recipe (laughs) joe is not like that at all in fact i remember going to thanksgiving at his mom's house and his mom was like how was the turkey and he was like it was so dry this year like i was you say you love it (laughs) i don't care if that turkey dehydrated you to your bones (laughs) you say thank you it was delicious Thank you for taking the time to cook it for 18 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but he would have made a joke about that. Like, of course it was dry. She cooked it for fucking 18 hours. <laughs> but that he and then he said to me, well, no, she likes it whenever I tell her the truth. Do you think that's true? No. No. I think he likes it to yeah, tell the to truth. To tell the truth. Yeah. Do you like when people tell you the truth? It depends. And there are definite times where I will look at him and be like, I need your honest opinion here. Mm -hmm. And then there are also times where I'm like, listen, I asked him one time, God, (laughs) this man, I said, do I look wrinkly under this eye or do I look wrinkly under my eyes? And he got close to my face, inspected And then pointed and went, maybe under that eye. And I was like, lie, lie. This is this is a time where I wanted you to lie. Please lie to me. I layered on all my products. I did my makeup just right. I was looking for you to just inflate me a little. (laughs) To to tell me, baby, you're beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. Can't see a thing. You are blind in this moment. Yes. He inspected my face. (laughs) To tell me the God's honest truth about how my eyes looked. So, okay. What about the idea of like, if you don't want the honest answer, don't ask the question. Yeah. But see, that's not how people work in general. I must be odd. (laughs) (laughs) It only took me 40 years to figure that out. (laughs) I feel like I don't ask those questions. I'm not like, babe. What about, do you see these wrinkles on my forehead? Like, I see them. I have eyeballs. I know what they look like. You're like, I don't need him to reinforce I don't need him to remind me that they're there. But what about, like, make you feel better about them? Like, nope, don't care. No, okay. No. I might be like, hey, um, which one of these do you think looks better? Mm -hmm. And then he'll tell me and I'll do the opposite. But that's probably about as far as I go. See, that's another thing that my daughter does, but that's for another day. (laughs) Um, So let's get into reasons that why do people lie? Okay. We kind of already touched on one with the kids. um, Protecting oneself Mm -hmm. is a huge one. Like, uh, I don't want to get in trouble. Right. Avoiding getting in trouble is a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, why... Is this girl texting your phone? I don't know. (laughs) What girl? I don't know. (laughs) What phone? Yeah, I don't have a phone. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's to protect oneself, although that one is a bold face lie. I don't think that that one really goes under protection. Do you think? Um, Well, they're trying to protect themselves from getting in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my daughter will literally write on the wall and I'll be like standing in front of me Mm -hmm. Jordan why did you write on the wall I didn't yeah (laughs) I'm like it was standing right here I watched it I did not write on the wall Jessica why did you carve your name into this dresser I didn't 
but like really i didn't this bitch did she carved in my name into the dresser i wonder why i did that because you hated me i don't think that was the reason you were like this little bitch came in can i tell you why i think i did it yeah please after all these years i think because your name was longer like i i like you wanted to call like you couldn't do dana renee christina (laughs) that's way longer i don't know or or maybe here's in my other theory is that i liked your name more because i've always hated dana really oh my god i hate my name i always wanted to be danielle yeah you almost were almost i was also almost angela oh yeah more than danielle i was almost angela i did not know about the angela I was always Dana. Always. And don't get me wrong. I feel like I fit my name now. But growing up, I always wanted to be like something with three syllables. <laughs> like Jessica. Jessica. It just flows off the tongue. Mm-hmm. It's pretty to write. It has two S's. <laughs> <laughs> you must be really upset about Jessica Presley then. <laughs> it is a great name. It sure is. So many S's. So I feel like... like I have a daughter, and her name is Jocelyn. One, two, three. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? I think all kids, though, kind of want to change their name at some point. Oh. Jordan tells me all the time her name is like Isabella or Luciana or... Jocelyn was Savannah for a while. Yeah. And I was like, I'll call you whatever you want. Yeah, I whatever don't you care. want. <laughs> whatever your name is today. It's fine. All right. Back on track. So, um... Another reason why people would lie would be to avoid embarrassment. Okay. Like, who farted? (laughs) Not me. Yeah. It was a dog. Did did you shit in that stall? Mm Mm-mm. Nope. Nope, sure didn't. That wasn't me. Yeah. Or, uh, oh, you didn't know that so-and-so was the 25th president of the United States? Of course I did. Did you see that movie? Yeah, it was awesome times, but don't ask me any details about it. (laughs) So I'm going to need to Google it really quickly. Real quick. I'm going to need the Cliff's notes. Yeah. Well, that brings me to another one to like uh, to fit in. That's another huge one that people do it to fit in all the time or to impress again Mm -hmm. with men. That's like their big thing is they want to impress, inflate something great happened to them they're number one in their company or right uh, right you know they bench press 385 pounds yes or very impressive yes right so what about like the bullshitter oh like the one that'll just like talk to you with all the confidence look at you dead in your eye come up with some random ass shit that you feel like is very impressive information and it is all total bullshit Or it's just like their perception of something that they thought in their head made sense and they want to spew it to the universe. As fact. As fact. Right. Dude, I actually have a person in my life like this. It's just total bullshitter? We, I I have to change his name. Um, We're we're going John, John Smith. Oh, okay. So John Smith will come over and he will just tell you something that is... A little unbelievable, but still kind of believable. Like kind of like a wow. Like one of those. Okay. And you're like, oh, really? And then his wife will be like, nah, I'm Googling that. She'll totally call him out. Calls him out. And we ended up calling them John Smith facts because he does it so often. He'll just (laughs) tell you something that he is convincing you is truth. Mm -hmm. And so now every time he opens his mouth, I'm like, is this a John Smith fact? (laughs) I love that it's like out in the open, though. And like it can be talked about because then it's like you're calling him on his bullshit. Totally calling him on his bullshit tendencies. It doesn't stop him, though, Mm -hmm. because his outtake is basically like, well, I don't know, it could be true. (laughs) And it's so dangerous. So dangerous. So dangerous. So the only way I think to, like, stop the bullshitter is to, like, out bullshit them. Oh, I love to out bullshit a bullshitter. I mean, I oftentimes lack the creativity and wit 
mm-hmm. to be able to do that. But you're quite witty, so I feel like you'd be good at it. So when do you think it's like okay to lie? Um, that's a good question. Do you think it's okay to lie to the dentist when they ask you if you fl- how often you floss? Yes. <laughs> they already know you're lying. <laughs> I also think it's okay to an extent, unless you have some serious health stuff going on. <laughs> loud in my headphones. <laughs> I apologize for that belch. <laughs> that was like the throatiest belch. <laughs> Pardoname. <laughs> oh my god. If you're at the doctor and they say how often does your child eat fatty foods a week? And I'm like, well, they had pizza three times this week, but I'm going to tell you once. Yeah. Yeah, I lie on that. Or what about the form where they're like, how many how, they do you like the blank? I have blank drinks per blank. Oh, yeah. I'm like, do you want to know week or I know I'm like a or two to four per week? Yeah. Does that does that sound healthy? Yeah. <laughs> Is that allowable? Is that going to get me in trouble Mm -hmm. or is that okay? Right, right. Or what about when a police officer asks you, do you know how fast you were going? (laughs) Absolutely not, officer. I don't have a heads up display showing me my exact (laughs) speed at any given moment. I'm pretty sure I was going two to five miles above the speed limit. (laughs) Which is perfectly acceptable. Yep. And they're like, uh, you were doing 70 and a 35. <laughs> okay. Do you think it's okay to lie to a partner about how much money you're spending? Um, it, okay. Is it your own money or is it money that you have together? I don't know. I guess that would depend on like how families break up their finances. Right. But I would say um, either. I don't know. I think... I don't know. I don't separate my finances from my husband. And so for me, that's like a non-qualifying question. Yeah. I don't ever. I'm like, oh, hey, I'm going to do this thing. Like I just said to Joe yesterday, like I have to make a Sephora order. It's going to be a biggie. I need all the creams. Like I am out of everything. And those are typically, you know, a big order. Right. And he, so I don't lie about it. I'm like, he's going to see it anyways. So what's the point in lying? But there are people out there that will be like, uh, they lie about getting Botox to their partners. Mm-hmm. They won't say like, oh, I'm, they're like, I'm aging gracefully. Right. Why do you think they do that? I don't know. Do you think it's because their partner doesn't like it or doesn't want them to spend the money on it or because they want them to believe that they are just aging more gracefully than they are? I think that there is a lot of control. Like I do know a person that is like, I would never let my wife do that. And I would be like, yeah, but it's her body. Do you really get that choice? Right, right. If your wife says she's getting it or she's doing it, then that's her choice. You don't really get a hand in that. But he, like, claimed ownership over her whenever they got married. Well, that's another episode. Yeah. And I I don't subscribe to (laughs) that at all. No. No. All right. So when is it not okay to lie? Um, I think that if the lie is going to negatively affect another person, if it's going to take that person's choice away, because you don't know what somebody else is thinking. Mm -hmm. So... Maybe you think that you are omitting something and that it doesn't really matter, but you're really taking that person's choice away to make an informed decision. True. And I don't love that. Right. I actually had somebody lie to me once about their age. What do you think about lying about your age? Oh, is this that guy you dated? I feel like we talked about this before. We may have. I... Because when you say in general, like, is do you think it's okay to lie about your age? You might say yes. But then when you're talking about in context of, like, being in relationship with somebody, then my answer would change. Right. I don't think it's okay to lie about your age. Like, what's the point of lying about your age? Some people lie about their age on, um, like, employment forms because there's, like, um, it's more attractive if you're younger. Yeah, but then you're going to show up with your passport so that you can fill out your work forms and they're going to be like... You're going to find out anyway. 1945. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you looked a little elderly. You look great. (laughs) (laughs) 
So, I mean, and people do that all the time, too. They lie on their work forms Mm -hmm. to get like a resume or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And no, I I don't think that lying about your age in particular is it's not a good look on you. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think that lying in general is um, I'm like, how do I word this? I don't. I think that if people felt more confident in themselves. Well, that's a statistic that I read also was that a lot of times lies come from low self-esteem. Yes. And Mm self-worth. So people generally are trying to boost their self-esteem, boost their self-worth. But if you know inside yourself that none of the things that you said that made these people adore you is true... At the end of the day, it's just going to spiral. And right. What's it really doing for you? Yeah. Wouldn't you rather be loved and adored for the person that you are rather than saying, I can bench press 400 pounds when, you know, like nobody really cares. That's not a deciding factor in if whether or not I'm going to love you. Right. So I feel like I do think that there are times that it is okay to lie, though. I feel like we almost need a different word for like the the lying when it's okay versus lying when it's not because it feels a little different. Well, I feel like very deceptive and dark. Yeah, lying just feels like oh you're a liar. Like mm-hmm. that's such a bad title to take. I remember a mom always saying when we were little, "There's two people I hate in this world. That's a liar and a thief." Really? Do you remember her saying that? No, but oh that my sounds gosh. like it came right out of dad's mouth. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they were simpatico on that one thing. <laughs> <laughs> on that one thing. <laughs> um, but but it was like, gosh, if you were a liar, you were a horrible person. But everybody lies. We're all liars. So we're all horrible people. But it's like, whose scale are we looking at to determine what lies are permissible and what lies make you a horrible person? So whenever I saw that whole thing that says that 60% of people can't go 10 minutes in a conversation without lying, I really had to like stop and think in my own day, like, am I lying? Mm -hmm. Like, I was so curious if there was... um, like a time that I was like maybe telling a little white lie, get the kids to eat their vegetables or something. Right, or, right. And for me today, I only did one day so far because that's all the prep work that I've done so far. <laughs> and I didn't see it. But I do challenge you to be extra aware of the words that you're saying and how much truth is actually in them and then if you find yourself telling a little lie maybe asking yourself like okay i noticed that i just did this thing why did i do it like what was the motivation you're having like a little personal tally yes did i do it because i was trying to spare this person's feelings did i do it because i don't want to go to your kid's birthday party Mm -hmm. but i'll hurt your feelings again if i say i don't want to go to your fucking kid's birthday party right right um so another area that we didn't touch on which i think is pretty important is that like as parents we lie to our children all the time non-stop we tell our children like talk about projecting we tell our children constantly that you are, don't lie, don't lie to me, that's not the truth, you better be telling me the truth. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm, I tell them that they're Santa Claus and a tooth fairy. And I'm like, don't eat this much sugar because it's bad for you. But then they go Your to bed and I out. gorge. And I'm like, <laughs> eating all of the treats, you know, yeah. I'm like, wait till they go to bed, I'm getting those cookies. Oh, my gosh, I, I used to tell, um, the kids that if they didn't wear their seatbelts i'd go to jail i tell my kids that i use jail a lot for things i'm like well i mean if you don't do this if you don't follow these rules and we get busted mommy goes to jail i mean mommy probably gets a ticket but she's not going to jail right (laughs) i tried to do that with my um my rule follower and it really backfired. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Yes. Because now I have to remind her when we do things that she feels like are not the rules. I have to tell her, 
I have lived 40 years on this planet and have made enough right decisions to keep me out of jail. Mm-hmm. I have never been to jail once. Not a single Not time. a single time have I been to jail. And I don't plan on going to jail now. So I'm not going to ask you to do something that's going to put you in jail. This will, one of the examples is opening a package in the store and allowing her to eat from the box before we pay for it. Uh, she is like, absolutely. She will not have a bite. She will not have one. She's like, no, you have to pay for it first. See, I don't love to do any of that stuff. I'm a pretty solid rule follower. I mean, is that a rule? Like you can't eat it before you pay for it? But mom used to like take the grapes and eat the grapes. So I got to make sure that they taste good. Oh, like taste one? Like sour or they're sweet, not sour, whatever it was. Um, My husband likes to skirt the line on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, whoa, like it drives me crazy. He will try and like get away with things uh with the kids if we're going to the movies like taking stuff in or if we're, oh yeah yeah yeah. It, he's just like always skirting the line and it makes me so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah you're like shay uh, I'm, I, I'm gonna go to jail adult shay yeah, yeah. I, it makes me so uncomfortable yeah i'm like i don't want to i don't, don't want to do it because if you get busted it's embarrassing. Yeah, and then you're going to lie about why you did it. Yeah. I know. The whole situation is just, no thank you. No boy, no. Hmm. Um, another one that we talked about was um, social media. I think a lot of people um, maybe not lie on social media. Some people do, for Embellish. sure. Embellish. Embellish. I think that's a good one. Omit, Omit. I think, is another mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Um, when you and I were talking earlier, you made um, a reference to like going to the pumpkin patch with your kid and you take this beautiful picture of your whole family in front of all the pumpkins and you're laughing and everything's fun. But nobody saw that you just threatened your kid that if they didn't fucking say cheese, <laughs> you know, like, you know, everybody say Halloween. I mean, you just got into a fight with your husband because he tried to put an extra pumpkin in his pocket or something. I don't know what your husband does. <laughs> and, you know, like everybody is frustrated. It's hot outside. Uh, it's you got hay in your ass from the hay. Yes, ride. that's the worst. It. So you're not showing all of that. So right. to the outside world, it looks like you had a perfect day at the pumpkin patch with your family. Right. Right. And I mean, I guess that's what like a lot of social media is. And, you know, there's even people who will like go to the extreme opposite to show you like the real reality of life, too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's great in a humorous kind of way to say, like, you know, there are these polarizing sides like yes this is what the picture looked like but let me tell you what led up to the picture you right know? um and so and you got one good picture out of 72 exactly exactly but that's the one you post hell yes <laughs> hell yes the one that everybody looked their best in and the one that everybody will assume that you had the most fabulous pumpkin patching day of your life highlight real exactly that's what it all is um i know that we're like super going long on this episode but i do think that we should talk a little bit about how you can tell when somebody is lying to you i mean notice somebody like the way they're talking or their mannerisms or anything do you have a totally detector totally so it depends my husband can't lie to me about anything i always know when he's lying it's like his face his lip he tweaks a certain way like i always know when he's lying um and and maybe like my intuition might kick in a little bit with like the average person if they're saying something but i don't feel like i have like a super great bullshit meter like i don't think that i could like a reader i guess i don't think that i can like really like like if John Smith was telling John Smith facts, yeah. I would probably like eat up everyone. I'd be like, whoa. See, I have I feel like I have a pretty good bullshit detector mm-hmm. Um, I, because I pick up on a lot of cues when somebody is over explaining something. Usually I'm like, lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could have told me that in 10 words. Why did you tell me that in 100? Mm-hmm. Didn't need you to do that. Like, to me, that's sending up red flags. Right. Um, So, I don't know. I do that a lot. I'm always like, "Mm, mm, 
Are you though? <laughs> so what other, do you have any other things that like you notice or that pop up whenever you think someone's lying? Um, a lot of people get kind of fidgety. Oh. Um, another one that I saw, and I'm going to check people now whenever they're talking to me, they look at the exit or the clock. And I didn't know that this is like an actual thing that like cops will use. Really? When they're trying to get the truth, they will like, cause there's a clock in the room. And if somebody is lying to you, they want to get out of the situation sooner. So they are constantly looking at the door or the clock. Ooh, that's interesting. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to have to check that one out. Yeah. So one of the takeaways I did take from um, the We Can Do Hard Things podcast episode on lying was that there's like this little way to kind of um, encourage people to tell you the truth Mm -hmm. um, or get them not to lie to you. And that would be when you ask someone a question. I'm sorry. I just thought of another one. Oh, go ahead. What? When somebody gets aggressive. Oh, yeah. Whenever or like defensive, when you are talking to somebody and you are asking them and they automatically get defensive, Mm -hmm. they be lying. Yeah, I agree with that. hundred percent. Lying, lying, Mm -hmm. Okay, sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. I think that's a good one because that's one that I feel like instantly you want to call someone out. You're like, why are you getting so defensive? Yeah, I just asked you a question. Yeah. If you're answering truthfully, you don't have to have so much anger behind it. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. oh what oh you're mad because i asked you that question that doesn't make sense dead giveaway yeah Mm -hmm. if i'm not doing anything wrong and you come over to me and you say hey did you do this thing and i would be like no what you crazy you crazy you're so crazy but if i'm like what the fuck why would you even accuse me of that i can't believe you would even think i would do such a thing Mm -hmm. that means i'm lying yeah that means that you definitely did do the thing yeah for sure yeah. Pay attention. Pay attention, people. Mm-hmm. The signs are there. Yeah. Okay. So one of the ways that you can get someone to um, not lie to you or tell you the truth would be from in conversation for you before you ask somebody the question to say, um, let's say I'm going to say, Dana, mm-hmm. um, I have to ask you a question. Okay. And I'm just really asking that you are not going to lie to me. I, I can do that. But I need you to tell me. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, I need you to say the words. Um, whatever you ask me, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. Not going to lie to you, matey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try that again. Deflection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's try that again. I need you to tell me. Probably lie. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. You know what? I am not going to lie to you. I will. I will tell you the truth. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many drinks a week do you have? <laughs> um, let's see here. You can count in bottles if you prefer. <laughs> anyway, that's the way to do it. You want to ask somebody to verbally say, I will not lie to you. I'm going to tell you the truth. And yeah. that reduces the likelihood that they would lie to you. Um, I don't know if I'm recalling the fact correctly, but I believe it was like 40%. Well, if it's 40%, then I will be of the 60%. And I have like one drink a week. Me too. It's right here. This This, one. This is the one that I have mm -hmm. weekly. That she did not refill at all before we started. Did not. (laughs) This was a fun episode. This was a fun episode. And I think that we really need to redefine what lying or uh, that lying is bad i think that we need to redefine that lying is just bad all the time Mm -hmm. and that um maybe giving ourselves a little compassion whenever we do find ourselves in situation where we might be lying to spare somebody's feelings or um and sitting with it really acknowledging it and then really asking ourselves why did I feel the need that I I couldn't be completely truthful in this situation? Yeah, and I think that that's like a part of doing the work. If you're a person that's on the path of self-discovery, self-awareness, understanding um, yourself, your traumas, the reasons that you do things, how to improve as a person, that's a question you want to ask yourself when you notice that comes up is like, all right, what was my motivation in doing that? What was I trying to accomplish um, by doing this? And um, ask yourself if if that feels okay with you. 
And yeah. also recognizing that not everybody deserves your truth. Oh, 100%. That's such a good point to end on. Not everybody deserves your truth. You have to trust somebody before you're vulnerable enough to give them your full truth. Yes. If the cashier says, how's your day? And you say, great, then just let it be great. Um, not everybody deserves your truth. They have to earn your truth. You have to feel that you trust people, that you're vulnerable with them, that there's the exchange of vulnerability between you. If you have a surface level relationship, let it be surface level and you don't have to dive into every detail of something just because there's a relationship there. Exactly. And and the person that you're talking to, their character, who they are also comes into play. If you're talking to somebody who you know is out to get you or who you know has bad intentions, you don't give them the depths of your truth mm -hmm. and the depths of your soul. That is a way to protect yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for letting us take our breaks this month. We <laughs> definitely took advantage of mental health uh, breaks this month. We did. It was good, though. We needed it. We appreciate you guys being patient and still hanging in there with us. And um, until next time, we're unbatting, baby. Unbatting. Unbatting. We're unbatting, baby. We're on batting, baby. Batting. We're on batting.